This episode of The Multi-Orgasmic Mama is brought to you by the Sensually Embodied Women Collective. Are you ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on intimacy and connection, and feel confident and sexy in your body? Then join us in our sparkly and supportive group of other like-minded mamas and women all around the world, breaking the taboos around sex and motherhood and sex and the sacred, stepping into their authentic sensual and sexual expression and having the most mind-blowing sex of their lives. Join us at tillystorm.com forward slash sensually dash embodied dash woman. Hi, I'm Tilly Storm, a holistic sex and jaded coach and tantric sex teacher, all around pleasure and prosperity advocate. If you're ready to take your sex life to the next level with my programs and offerings, meet me over at tillystorm.com. back hot mamas today we are continuing on our life transitions series and this week it's all on sex after having a baby this is for if you have recently had a baby or you are struggling to reconnect with your body and sexuality after having a baby or breastfeeding it could be you know a year a two-year postpartum thing even three-year postpartum thing whatever it's for anyone who's struggled to reconnect after birthing children. So I'll be sharing with you several ways that birth affects your sex life and how you might be able to ritualize the transition um, from maiden to mother. But first I have several announcements for you. I wrote a book and it's called Ignite Your Desire and you can download it at www.tillystorm.com forward slash eguide. It's for those of you women who want to understand deeper some of the concepts that I discuss on this podcast, like why you feel the way that you feel sexually, the four reasons it's so difficult to connect with pleasure and prioritize it, and the exact four things that you got to do to reclaim your pleasure and get the spark back in your life again. You can head to www.tillystorm.com forward slash e-guide, and I will deliver that right to your inbox. Also, announcement number two, this year for the holidays, we have put together and sourced some amazing, sexy gift baskets that you can go order at my online shop at tillysorm.com forward slash shop. We have got two options this year. The first is a JDEG holiday gift basket that includes 100% genuine nephrite jade egg and starter guide, my Ignite Your Desire e-guide. And some bath bombs, some scented candles, a line journal, and 10 writing prompts for me. And then the second option is that we have an Obsidian Shakti Wand gift basket uh, that includes the 100% Obsidian Shakti Wand, my Ignite Your Desire e-guide, some bath bombs, scented candles, some teas, massage oils, journals, and prompts for me as well. Uh, the Shakti Wand is super amazing if you have used a jade egg before and you want to go deeper in your healing, I love obsidian. Obsidian and nephrite jade are the only two stones that I recommend using internally. And you can go check out all of the info on the gift baskets at www.tillystorm.com forward slash shop. Make sure you get your order in by December 7th for guaranteed pre-holiday delivery. And third announcement it's our three-year podcast anniversary, and we're celebrating by giving one of the baskets away. 
by choosing a random winner who rates and reviews the podcast on iTunes between now and December 7th. All you have to do to enter the giveaway for either the JDEG or Obsidian Shakti Wan holiday basket is to screenshot your review on iTunes and email it to us at lacey, L-A-C-E-Y, at themultiorgasmicmama.com. And you can double your chances of winning the giveaway if you share an episode or talk about the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast on Instagram and tag me at Tilly.Storm. So get your iTunes reviews in, screenshot your review, and email it to Lacey, that's L-A-C-E-Y, at the Multi-Orgasmic Mama, and Mama is spelled M-A-M-A dot com. And you will double your chances of winning by sharing on Instagram and tagging me at Tilly.Storm. Now for the topic of the day, sex after baby. Alrighty, for those of you struggling... And you feel like you're not able to connect with the sensual or sexual woman in you after having a baby. The first thing to know is this is totally nature's way of doing things. Generally, there is a time, usually between six months and a year, where your body is just not naturally going to be as sexual as you were before so that you don't make another baby. It's nature's uh, birth control per se. It only becomes an issue when you've passed a certain amount of time and it starts to become a contentious thing, you know, something that you're struggling with internally or that you're struggling with with your partner. So it's, in other words, it's only a problem if it's a problem, right? It's not a problem if you don't perceive it to be a problem. But if it is, then, you know, a lot of women ask, well, what can I do? You know, how do I get my desire back? How do I make amends with my body? How can I feel great in my body again after having given it to, you know, the growth and development of a being for so long? And if you're breastfeeding even longer. All right. Uh, Life transitions are all about realizing that there's a season to everything and that eventually the seasons change. Life transitions that we're discussing with in the series are all about recognizing that sexual desire fluctuates throughout the course of a woman's life. That it's not something that's just always, always going to be there. For some women, it will, uh, but not everyone. And that this fluctuation is normal and that we need to normalize it and that women are always infinitely turned on and desirous, especially while going through a life transition. However, Again, if it's a problem to you, you perceive it as a problem and you find that your desire doesn't return and you want it to, or you haven't been able to reconnect or reconcile with your body and you're having a hard time getting out of a winter season and coming into spring again, then know that help is out there for you. And I discuss a lot about how that happens and how you can get yourself out of winter and the Ignite Your Desire e-guide at um, tillystorm.com forward slash e-guide. Usually what happens is that some sort of latent trauma is hanging out from the birth or breastfeeding itself that will keep a woman's desire under lockdown or the negative body image or any other negative conditioning that you had before the birth will, um, very much likely be amplified through pregnancy and childbirth and become an even bigger issue after the baby arrives. So working through this trauma and this negative body conditioning may be necessary in order to uncover and reignite your desire. Again, 
So just as I mentioned on the podcast on hysterectomy and menopause, you can use the healing time to deepen the communication and the connection with your partner as to focusing solely on intercourse. Of course, there are so many different ways to sexually connect that aren't friction based on the genitals that don't involve penetration. There's so many different types of orgasmic experiences to have that have nothing to do with the clitoris. And this is one of those times that can be great to explore uh, different parts of your body, different erogenous zones, different ways to connect sexually, sensually, and emotionally uh, by learning some tantric communication connection practices that I teach in my tantric sex coaching program, or just to play with full body and energy orgasm. And then this is not to say that all women experience this lack of desire. For some women, you may find your sexual desire skyrocket through pregnancy and postpartum. Um, I know I didn't struggle with my sexuality at all in either of these phases, but the reason I got into doing what I'm doing is because I worked at a birth center for so long and noticed how many women actually do struggle with connecting with their body and sexuality after having a baby. So if you find yourself not bouncing back or you find yourself struggling to connect with your body or feel good about it, then I want to discuss more deeply how birth and your birth story in particular can often bring up unconscious issues to the surface that were there before you got pregnant and had the baby or how your particular birth experience may be impacting your sexuality now. So the first thing is that birth can bring up as I said, unconscious issues that you had before giving birth because pregnancy is a catalyst. Pregnancy and birth catalyzes whatever you were stuffing down before, be it emotions that you didn't want to feel or traumatic experiences you haven't worked through yet. Pregnancy and birth can most certainly bring them up. This is because the mental and emotional load of growing a baby can really push things to the surface. So this is because you are taking on this additional emotional, physical, and mental load, and whatever wasn't working before is going to be amplified and ignited. If you think of it in terms of, you've probably heard me talk about how relationships are you know, if you had a problem in your relationship before the lockdown happened in March, then it's probably been even more amplified or you completely got over it after everything happened when we were having to spend so much time with our loved ones. Um, it was like everything was magnified and amplified because this whole situation has been a catalyst for change. And this is exactly the same thing that happens in growing a baby and birthing the baby is that you are going through massive changes. Your body is pulling to the surface, everything that's not completely healed. That's in the way of you giving birth in the most beautiful way possible for you. And however that looks. So if there's something unintegrated that needs healing, that wants to be looked at, that's ready to arise for healing, then it's very likely it will show up. Okay. I know it sounds crazy, but it's probably that you just need to release some things, um, in order to birth your baby. I have witnessed and been to over 150 births. And I cannot even tell you time and time again, how many women, when they're in that transition phase of labor, they just want to give up. And part of it is all about 
the fear of surrender is that they're afraid and terrified of surrendering and letting go of control, but it's completely necessary in order to birth the baby. And this is such a metaphor for what's happening in you in your psycho-emotional state as well. So again, if you've had uh, things that have been latent in the past before giving birth, they're very likely to come up um, at the time of birth because there's something that needs to be let go in order to make space for a baby to come earthside. Now, the way that you give birth, your birth story in particular, it may be affecting your sexuality as well. The most common thing that I see with my clients is a feeling that they don't know how to speak their needs and desires. And this can often stem back to a birth experience where you did not feel that you could speak your needs and desires or where you just didn't. And birth can often bring this up. So if you considered your birth to be traumatic or you considered it to be a negative experience, a lot of times women will tell me that they do consider it traumatic or that it was a negative experience because they feel like they did not have a voice or what else I see happens is that they feel that they can't trust their body, even though they say that they do. And they go into it, oh, well, I really wanted a home birth, or I wanted a natural birth. But then I was told that I couldn't trust my body. And then I had to do this thing instead. And it's all about giving your power away. So in one sense, there's the issue of needing to be able to let go of control and surrender for some women. And then in another side of the coin is women who aren't taking full responsibility and coming from an empowered place and using their voice and standing up for themselves and advocating for themselves in the birth experience itself. So if you feel that you didn't have a voice, then going back to this birth experience to uncover, well, what was there that made you feel that you couldn't speak up for yourself? I guarantee you that it is the same thing that keeps you from being able to speak up for your sexual wants, desires, and needs as well. That the It's the exact root, okay? That it's no different. If you struggled with this in birth, I guarantee you, you struggle with it in sexuality. And the other thing that I see is that your particular birth story could be affecting your sexuality by, you know, having physical pain from scars or tearing or tension. This seems obvious and there's, you know, definitely medical professionals that can support you in that, especially pelvic floor physical therapist. But sometimes that it goes deeper. It goes beyond what uh, the scar tissue and the tearing, you know, and the physical thing about it, right? Because sometimes that tension that we're holding on to in our vaginas, it makes it so that our vaginas feel numb, that we feel disconnected to it. Or if there's pain, it makes it so that we don't want to connect to it because when we do, it feels painful. And this can go way beyond like the physical aspect of the healing process, right? Uh, like you can do all of that work, but until you've done more of the psycho-emotional work, again, if you've had trauma from your past that you're still hanging on to, uh, that physical pain, once you work through it in PT, sometimes it's like, okay, well, good. The pain's gone, but now what? Right. And then there's maybe there's still tension. Maybe there's still stress in your vagina. Maybe it feels like you can't fully relax your vagina. Maybe uh, you still do experience some pain, but it's probably, it has nothing to do with the physical aspect of it. It has to do with the psycho emotional aspect and whatever it is you're still holding on to 
uh, in terms of negative, negative conditioning and trauma. And if you want to understand how that really works, definitely go check out the e-guide and download it because I explain in detail, um, how all of that works. All right, now let's talk about how to ritualize going from maiden to mother and why this is important. Well, moving through these life transitions should be marked with ritual, in my opinion. This is because ritual really symbolizes to the unconscious primal brain that you're making a transition and you're entering a portal of healing, growth, and expansion. And it symbolizes that this is important, that this is something that we can enter into clean and clear, and we can cut and break any cords or ties with the version of ourselves that we are leaving behind and be super clear about what we're leaving behind versus what we're moving to in the future. So in the ritual, I would include statements in a way to symbolize the statement of something like, I'm now transitioning from maiden to mother. How can you symbolize that? Or I'm now letting go of the body that I once had and embracing the body that is now mine to have. And symbolizing that in a certain way, as well as like maybe something around, I will honor the body that I'm now stepping into with acceptance and love. Because I think it's ridiculous for us to assume that the body that we had before we came before we became mothers would be the same body that we expect to have after. I think it's kind of ridiculous, actually, that we would even put that sort of standard on ourselves. Uh, so, you know, all of the articles that you see about how to lose the baby weight and how to get back to your pre-baby weight. That's awesome. If you're able to do that, I was able to do that. Uh, but not everybody is going to have a body that is able to do that no matter how hard they try. And I think that putting that sort of standard on ourselves postpartum is very, very damaging because how can you expect to go through this huge transition and to come out the same person on the other side? Well, I hope to God that you're not coming out the same person on the other side because you're now becoming a mother. And that takes a whole new set of skills, a whole new person uh, to step up and be the mom that you know you need to be for your children. So how can you expect to maintain your old way of being and your old physical form in this new portal that you have entered called motherhood? All right, hot mamas. I hope you now have an understanding of how you might be able to ritualize the experience. And it doesn't matter how postpartum you are. Um, if you have found yourself continuing to struggle with accepting your body, um, with being able to claim your body as your own, all that stuff, holding a ritual, no matter how long it's been, even if it's been years can be super, super empowering. All right, ladies, if you are thinking, oh my goodness, Yes, that's great, Tilly. I understand all that, but I really do want to get my spark back. I really do want to reconnect in a deeper way with my body and sexuality. I feel like it's been a struggle. Please go down, download the e-guide at www.tillystorm.com forward slash e-guide. And don't forget about those holiday baskets and our three-year podcast anniversary giveaway. Go rate and review uh, this podcast on iTunes. Send us a screenshot of your review to Lacey at themultiorgasmicmama.com and you will be entered to win the giveaway. All right, my loves, have a wonderful week and we'll be back next week.